My guests on today's program are Dr. Ed McKinney, history professor at Southwest Missouri State University, West Plains, and Wayne Glenn, well-known broadcaster and broadcast historian. I'd like to welcome both of you to today's show. And uh, this is going to be a very interesting program, I think. We're going to talk a lot about KWTO radio. But before we get into uh, discussing KWTO specifically, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the, sort of the historical development of radio in the Ozarks and some of the impacts that, that you've seen as a result of radio? I think it broke up a lot of the isolationism that was in this area. Uh, I, I think that Ozarkers communicated and contacted with their neighbors a great deal, but as far as uh, having access to immediate uh, information from around the world, they didn't. What was the sort of the heyday of radio, I guess? The heyday for uh, the Ozarks was probably not actually really reached until around World War II. Oh, okay. and, and I would include the 50s in that too, right. the 1950s. What was the, the, the greatest impact that radio actually had on Ozarks culture? Well, with KWTO, it was all personality. Virtually everything that KWTO did had to do with personalities making an impact on their audience. C.C. Williford was the weatherman, and even as recently as last week, someone at church was saying, well, C.C. Williford used to come to Harrison, Arkansas, <laughs> yes, and he did. came down there because he wanted to talk to a man who gave him information about the weather based on reading nature. Mm -hmm. uh, so all the personalities, not just musicians, were in fact, I guess, well, I think they were influential in almost any way you can think of if people listen to them. If I were to tune into KWTO in, say, 1944 or 45, of course the war would be discussed, but in the, in the 40s or uh, late 30s, what would be the typical programming that, that, that That's you That's kind of hear? tough. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, they had a big variety. Mm -hmm. uh, they had traditional music. When I say traditional music, I'm talking about traditional country music. Right. Rural mm -hmm. flavored music right. was probably the backbone. Mm -hmm. Slim and then those guys, they knew the old songs that were already 50, 60, 70 years old in the 1940s. But they also, Slim and, and this group at least, most all of them, liked Western swing. Mm -hmm. And they liked the Sons of the Pioneers style music. Mm -hmm. So you could hear almost anything short of, I guess you'd call it pure pop. Mm -hmm. Wasn't too much pure pop, was there no, on KWTO? Not too much. I was kind of curious as far as the just the call letters KWTO, and I know it's a what what does that uh, what did that stand for? As keep as, watching the Ozarks. Keep yes. watching the Ozarks. Okay, I, I was always curious. That I was chosen in a contest when they were getting Is ready to right? put the station on the mm -hmm. air. I think the contest was actually not completed until after the station was on the air in December of '33. Is when they started. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know who won the contest and how much they got or what prize they received, but understand that uh, 1933 December was the heart of the height of the Great Depression, mm -hmm. and that's when the station started at the very worst of the Great Depression of the 30s. Right. A lot of times they were selected by the uh, advertisers. Um, I know WLS in Chicago stood for the world's largest store, and it, uh, the station was built by Sears Roebuck. WSM in Nashville, we shield millions. Mm -hmm. National Health and Life Insurance mm -hmm. Company. National Life Casualty and Accident. or whatever. National Life and Accident <laughs> Insurance Company, I believe. Where do you see uh, radio, I guess, going in the future? And uh, do, you, do you see it still having the same type of impact it did? Can you compare uh, radio in the year 2010 to, say, radio in the 1940s as far as its cultural heritage impacts? Or is it just a very different thing? I think that sounds like a question for Wayne. <laughs> well, I think to predict what radio is going to be 10 years from now would be a very dangerous thing to do. Mm -hmm. 
in terms of the impact in the year 2000 as compared to 1930 <coughs> or 1940, we have the same impact. We, being people that are in the radio industry, have a great impact. There's no doubt about that. It's just a totally different type of thing. Uh, the personality radio of the 30s and 40s does not exist today, but talk radio is what KWTO is today, as you know. Uh, that's predominantly what, the, what that station is. And I think that represents, in a sense, a transformation from the talk and the personality radio of May Kennedy McCord and C.C. Keller and C.C. Williford and the Reverend Floyd Hitchcock of the 30s mm -hmm. and 40s to modern times. Maybe while I'm not willing to predict what's going to be happening in 10 years because of the computer age, I can see now, as I think about it, that maybe things haven't changed so much.